Hey Rebels, this part of the program is sponsored by The Voice of the Martyrs. Start your year off right with a VOM Global Prayer Guide. The Voice of the Martyrs Global Prayer Guide provides background information on each of the 68 countries where they are working, as well as information on the current situation for Christians in those countries. Place this prayer guide next to your Bible to help you pray more specifically for our persecuted family throughout the year. Head to persecution.com slash prayer guide for more information. Woo! Rebels, it's that time. Can you feel it? Are you ready to be a great parent? Do you want to feel like you're back on your honeymoon? Well, we believe in you and God believes in you. Rebels, it's time to join the rebellion. It's time for Rebel Parenting. Hey, Rebels, we've got a moms on the mic for you today. Bill and Benny Johnson are the senior pastors of Bethel Church. Together, they serve a growing number of churches that have partnered for revival. Benny oversees Bethel's intercessors and prayer house. Her approach to intercession makes a supernatural connection with the Lord accessible to all. The power of intercessory prayer is to be a joyful journey. Benny Johnson joins Moms on the Mic to encourage moms to soak in his joyful presence as we pray for ourselves and others. Here now is Benny Johnson with Moms on the Mic on today's edition of Rebel Parenting. All right, here we are. We are live. Hi, Moms Rebels. on the Mic. Woohoo! <laughs> so, Benny, we are just so grateful to have you with us today, and we're just going to dive in and talk about intercession and just go for it. Yeah. Okay. Well, Sounds good. And first, Benny is i would say a matriarch of a a huge church in california called bethel church for those of you who may not know and man you hold so much wisdom and so it's just an honor to be Mm -hmm. able to interview you and Mm -hmm. to hear personally from you and especially over a book that has touched my life personally (laughs) A book that has that book uh, looks well used. <laughs> it is so well used, and uh, my dog is now a happy intercessor. Oh, just, that's great! I got it a chewed. puppy a couple weeks ago, and she got a hold of it um, oh. and destroyed it. But we—I took the book from her and told her I, she can't have it back. It's true because uh. I destroyed it with all my writings and everything going through it. So yeah. just learning and growing so much yeah. in my faith reading this book and I'm still feel like I just have only scratched the surface. So we're just so thankful for it. That makes me happy. Thank you. Yeah. Well, tell us first a little bit about yourself more than what I could share (laughs) or Laura. Well, I have been married to the love of my life for 45 years. It's been absolutely amazing. And we have uh, three children and we have 10 grandchildren wow. and we are completely blessed. All our kids are on staff with us. And so we're all here together wow. as a family hmm. and we are enjoying life and trying to be together as much as we can. Our schedules are pretty crazy. So uh, sometimes we have to put things in the calendar on our computers just so we can see each other. But it's good. <laughs> we're, we're all excited. And, and, you know, this is Christmas time. So it's all about that and it's just fun and I'm really enjoying our oldest grandchild is 18 and then our youngest is coming close to two 
okay. years old. And so it's been just a joy to watch them grow and mm. to see them blossom and watch their giftings. And it's just, I'm so blessed. I'm Bill and I are beyond blessed to have our kids with us and our grandkids. So we're just, we're doing it. And um, we're here at Bethel and we've been here at Bethel for 22, 23 years. Okay. Oh, wow. Before that, we pastored a church in the mountains an hour away for 17 years and pretty much raised our kids there. Okay. And then we were kind of a a sister, not a sister church, but we were connected with Bethel for 17 years up in the mountains. And then Bill's dad was pastoring here for, I don't know how many years. And then we came back down and we've been here for 23 and trying to do the best we can and get God's wisdom and leading, leading what God is doing here. Hmm. Well, that definitely shows your character that uh, you all work together as a family. Right. Yeah. Uh, just that alone. <laughs> what's, yeah. your secret? Yeah, what's your secret? <laughs> what's your secret? Putting God first. That's my secret. Yes. Amen. Amen. That's awesome. So can we get into the book and why you started, yeah. why you wrote it? And yeah, yeah. because yeah. for me personally, I know a couple intercessors and sometimes I run from them. I'll just be honest. I'll be like, oh, no, no, there's an, or, or they want to pray for me or do something. And I'm like, I don't know what you're doing. I'm out of here. Like, I gotta go. But when I read your book, it really enlightened me to like, wait, this is something new. This is mm -hmm. not what I've been taught or this is not what I've heard prior to reading yeah. your book. So mm -hmm. just share with me yeah. a little bit about it. Yeah. Well, uh, first of all, the reason I wrote the book, because I'm not a writer, I don't really enjoy it, um, <laughs> but I know that God has called me to do it. And so I think I got about 12 prophecies, seriously, that you're going to write a book someday. Wow. And so after that many, I just thought, well, maybe I better do something. So what I did is I started um, coming up with thoughts in my mind mm -hmm. and I would write those thoughts down and those thoughts became chapters. Okay. And okay. so really uh, the crux of the book, The Happy Intercessor, um, in the book I share, you know, and as you know, that growing up, the intercessors, which we didn't have we didn't have labels back then, yeah, yeah. but all the intercessors, prophetic people were just really weird. A little <laughs> odd. And, and I just, I really didn't want anything to do with that. And, yep. and, but it wasn't the weirdness so much as that they seemed to be depressed all the time. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. They seemed to be carrying such a heavy weight and mm -hmm. they never smiled. In fact, I jokingly say they look constipated. <laughs> so, so I, I never really wanted that to any part of that because I had struggled with depression as a teenager mm. and I didn't want to have anything to do more with that once God set me free from that. For sure. So, yeah. um, so my, my, I had a real strong misconception of what it was all about. And mm. so I woke up one morning while we were still pastoring in Weaverville and I felt like the Lord said to me, I want you to carry joy and intercession. Mm. And I literally, I said to him, I don't think that's possible. Mm -hmm. Is that possible? Yeah. Uh, because of what I'd seen in the past. Yeah. yeah. And so I went, I started this journey with him to find out that there really is joy and intercession and mm. you can be happy. And that's because you don't carry things that God never intended you to carry in prayer. So maybe for some people that don't even know what intercessory is. Can you talk about that? Yeah. What's the difference between prayer and intercession? Well, yes. there's not a whole lot of difference. But I will tell you that in my journey, intercession to me is a deeper, deeper part of prayer. Okay. Mm -hmm. And how it started for me was I, in 1996, I had an encounter with God that I share in my book. 
and it rocked me forever. I I became a different person and he unlocked something inside of me. Mm -hmm. And so all I wanted to do was spend time with him because I was so grateful. I was so free and I would spend hours. I was able to do that. The children were in school. I'd get them off to school. I'd get Bill off to work. (laughs) And and I had all this time to myself to just pray and be with God. And so I spent hours and I knew it was a season. It was a season that I needed. Mm-hmm. Um, God was preparing us for moving to Bethel and pastoring a very large church. Mm-hmm. And so I see it now looking back that it was a really important time for me just to go deep with the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And in that, in it, it didn't start in prayer so much as it started just as a love relationship mm-hmm. um, with the Holy Spirit. And mm-hmm. I think I tell people that's where it all has to start. It yeah. has to start with being connected to the Holy Spirit and being madly in love with Him. Yeah. And from that, all the giftings come. Mm-hmm. And that's what happened with me. And so I just spent time with Him. And mm-hmm. out of that, I found myself praying. Mm-hmm. Um, I would see pictures of places. I would see people's faces. And and I found myself just praying. And it wasn't just prayer words. It was like I was in touch with heaven huh. and I felt it. It was strong. And wow. I felt like I was praying according to how he wanted me to pray. And were the pictures of the people like people you've know, know no. or it was just God giving you visions? And yeah, I remember one day I got a picture of an Asian person. I had no idea, never met them before. Mm. And I just felt I, I had no idea, but I just felt really strongly that I was to just intercede for them. Mm. I was to petition God for them. And I have no idea. I could have met him and ne- may never know. I probably yeah. won't know until I get what that all was all about. Yeah. Wow. So that's yeah. fantastic. So he'll take you places when you go deep with him. He'll take you into those kind of realms and those places where you'll be able to really connect with him and pray the heart of God. Mm. And why do you think the depression or the deepness or the heaviness is connected Mm. to the intercessors? That's a good question. Well, a lot of intercessors are feelers. Yeah. Yep. Totally. Okay. And and a lot of people that are critical are intercessors, but they don't know it yet. Hmm. And they see things and become critical. And really what's happening is the Holy Spirit is saying, see, look at that. Hmm. I want you to pray about that. Mm. I want you to intercede about that. Yeah. Don't carry it. So what happens a lot of times is God will allow us to see what I describe as a second realm. And I describe it in the book, mm-hmm. um, the second realm, which is angelic demonic realm. And he'll allow us to see things that are not good for yeah. a reason. It's not sure. that we can criticize and carry this heaviness, but it is for us to push ourselves up in through worship into that third realm, that glory realm where God is, and find out a solution on how to pray for what we're seeing in the second realm. Does that make sense? Totally. Yes. So I think what happens is as people that are called intercession, they get stuck in the second realm. Mm -hmm. They get stuck in that realm where they see the heaviness, they feel the heaviness, and they don't know what to do with it. Um, There are people that are supposed to be praying and do the same thing. They get stuck in that realm. I mean, I used to walk into a room perfectly fine. Yep. And all of a sudden I would feel anger. Yes. Or hate or mm-hmm. depression or something like that. Yeah. And I learned through <laughs> years of trial and error what that was. That was like God was saying, there's something in here that I want to destroy. Huh. So I need you to get my heart and I need you to declare into that and speak that. And so that's once I learned that 
And I tell you, I was in my early 40s when I earned, learned that. Oh, and, that gives um, me tons of hope there. Yeah. <laughs> so once I learned that, it really set me free because for years, being an introvert, for years, mm-hmm. I carried so much stuff inside mm-hmm. of me mm-hmm. and yeah. didn't know how to process it. And there was nobody really to teach me how to do it. And mm-hmm. so when I was in my 40s, a man by the name of Bob Jones really helped me get some clarity on what was going on in me and that this wasn't me. This was yeah. God trying to speak through me through the second realm so I could find out how to pray from his realm. Wow. wow. That's so cool. <laughs> well, it's it sets you free. It does. It does. For sure. And we were just talking beforehand, kind of when we when I first started reading this book was a few years ago. Gosh, I don't know. Actually, it was probably five years ago. Is that how old this book is? Oh, yeah, I think it is. It's older than that. Okay. (laughs) And we walked through some pretty hard seasons with my son Mm -hmm. and it was very spiritual. And up until that point, I had not learned about the Holy Spirit I had not, um, I wasn't even curious until this time of intense prayer over my son. And Mm -hmm. in that, it caused me to say, what is the Holy Spirit? And it's got to be better than what I'm experiencing right now. Mm -hmm. And it took a long time of working through the heavy and yeah. well, if I don't yeah. pray, then da 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 da. And I took it on myself as well. It's up to me to fight this battle. Yeah. Until a sweet friend who was very intimate with the Holy Spirit was like, "You are making it so much harder <laughs> on yourself. Like it's so much lighter than this, and yeah. it's really so simple." And because yeah. I had like hundreds of prayer sheets and. This is how you pray for this. And this is how you do this. And it was overwhelming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm so thankful to that friend. I'm so thankful to this book. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. when I read that, my mindset was so in the trenches of hard prayer. Yes. It was this wake up call of, yeah. no, it's it's not. My burden is heavy. <laughs> yes. yeah. So I love this book. I think a lot of times we get stuck in fear prayer. Yes. yes. And that's not productive at all. No. And no. it's not that God doesn't hear it. It's just that we need to come across. We need to come in our prayers with not fear. We need to let the fear go. And it, and I call it a beautiful surrender to, to God. Yes. Where we can totally surrender our lives, our families' lives to Him. And it comes down to really trusting Him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and knowing when to pray at the right time. I mean, what to do. I mean, I can relate to you what you went through with your son. Mm-hmm. We did the same thing with our second son, Brian, mm-hmm. um, who now is our worship leader. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's a pastor over hundreds. And so he's actually coming out with a book, When God Becomes Real, in February. Oh. And it's his story oh, of being tormented. It, oh. Yeah, it's it's an oh. intense. It's He starts the book when he's age seven. Mm. And yeah. and goes all the way through to his nervous breakdown. Yeah. Yeah. So mm. it was and when he was really young, I just pleaded and I said, God, you have got to grab a hold of this child mm-hmm. because if you don't, I don't know what's gonna happen to him. Yeah. Mm. And I did. God has taken him through the hardest time, but it's mm. come out to be an amazing time and uh, we're just really excited for this book for him to come out. Yeah. I think it's gonna Great. help a lot of people that are going through this kind of stuff. Oh, for sure. I yeah. can't wait to read it. Oh, yeah. 
how would you talk to someone who want, is wanting to learn about intercessor? They're thinking that they might have that gifting mm-hmm. or they're noticing when they walk into a room, they can sense things. And cause I feel like I'm just a beginner as mm-hmm. an intercessor, but I feel like I'm getting clear on what my part is in it, if that makes sense. But mm-hmm. I'm the one who kind of walks in the room and sees the anger or sees the yeah. betrayal, yeah. or I can sense certain things going on. And then yeah. sometimes people think I'm crazy and I'm like, Oh, okay. Yeah, maybe I am. <laughs> I don't know. I just, <laughs> I just, I'm just seeing things. I don't know. I don't know what's going I can't- on. I can't tell you how many people have come up to me and thank me for the book and saying, it's so good to know that I'm not crazy. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Maybe we all are crazy together. I don't know. But <laughs> no, really, uh, seriously, I had people, you know, ask me a lot. And I'll, the first thing I ask them is, have you read my book? Yeah. Because my book is very practical. Yep. Um, I'm a pretty practical person. And it's really down to earth. And it really spells it out real for people. And uh, so many people have this kind of gifting. I personally think we all do, but some have it more stronger than others. But we all have this gifting and, and some just need to to get plugged into the right source mm-hmm. to know where to go and to what and what to do. And I think the big thing is like you said, the feeling thing, being able to feel stuff and see things and not know what to do with it. And so I'll ask them, have you read my book? Mm, and if okay. they haven't, I'll say that's the first thing you need to do. And okay. I don't say that out of a boast i just say it's just a practical book right um there's other great books out there too but you know i just think this one's really down to earth and very practical yes Mm -hmm. okay perfect so well kind of going back to the praying out of fear yeah versus praying out of out of love and the like graham cook says you pray from victory instead of to victory what would you say to somebody who was like me in that position where I felt like it was very fear-based, how would you direct them to come back to this place of knowing Mm. where they really need to set their mind? Yeah. We have, um, we have a thing here that we do. It's, it's known all over. In fact, I, I actually discovered in Toronto, but we call it soaking prayer. Mm -hmm. And that's basically you, what I do, this is what I do. I lay on the floor. I put mm-hmm. worship music on. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times it's just instrumental. And I stay there until I've met God. And I don't oh. pray. And mm-hmm. I don't ask for anything. Huh. And when you do that, you are creating a well of love in you. Hmm. And that you can draw from any time. And it really displaces the fear. It's like you're setting aside all these things that are bothering you are weighing on you yes. and making you fearful. And you're taking the time with the Holy Spirit. And it's just you and him. Mm. You're not journaling. You're not reading <laughs> your Bible. You're just worshiping and in awe of him. Yeah. And when you do that on a daily or even, you know, once, I don't care how long much you do it, as long as you do it, you're creating a well to where that fear is not going to try to possess you anymore. Mm. Because what happens in this, this connection with the Holy Spirit yeah. is there's great peace that comes. Yes. And it's phenomenal. And it changes everything. And it changes the way you see things. It changes the way you pray. And then at the end of that soaking is a lot of times I will go into the intercessory part oh. where I'll say, okay, Holy Spirit, how should we pray now? Yeah. And see, your mind is set differently now. Yeah. You're mm-hmm. not going in with worry and anxiety. You're going in with the peace 
of the throne room. Mm-hmm. And then from there, your prayers are like targets. They hit, <laughs> they hit the bullseye. That's so how long would the soaking usually last? Like, I mean, it, I'm thinking, I yeah, feel like well, with all the stuff going on in my head, I, I'd be sitting there for like two hours trying to get it all out. Like, I know, I know. Um, even... You know, it, it just all depends on the person. Yeah. I, I used to soak for like an hour. I don't mm-hmm. soak that much anymore. But I've learned to, because I practice it so many years, yes. there's a switch in me right now, just sitting mm-hmm. here, I could switch that on. Yeah, I that's would be, awesome. You know, yeah. So I, you know, I was in a stretching class the other day and she plays worship music through the whole thing. And I forgot to look what she was doing because I just got lost in the worship. Yes. Mm. You know, that's what you want to do. And this is how we fight our battles. Oh, I you love heard that. that song. Yes. You heard that song. Yeah. This is how we fight our battles. It's through worship. And we push ourselves up into that glorious realm. Mm. Oh, I want to go. I know, right? Time out. And it wasn't always, you know, it wasn't always like. I mean, when you've got kids, especially small kids, yeah. you're like, "Where in the heck am I going to do this?" Right. Yes. You know, I know one mom. She does soaking as she takes her kids to school, and it's just she puts on worship in the car, and everybody soaks on the way to school. Oh, <laughs> like, oh that's perfect. awesome. That's perfect. That is so good. Oh, I like that it can just be flexible and you can do yes. it. Yeah. Just make time yeah. for it because the Lord will yeah. meet you where you're at. That's exactly right. That's right. Mm. That's fun. I mean, I learned through another ministry about encountering, which is a lot like soaking. Yeah. And yeah. that has been a huge game changer for myself and my kids. Yeah. And especially with that one son of just yeah. asking, where's Jesus for you? in your imagination mm-hmm. and yeah. the things that come out are always mind blowing. Like you can't make that up. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. was totally the Holy spirit just speaking. Exactly. And it's finding that intentional time to focus yeah. on him. Yeah. Yeah. So what <sighs> would you say to the mom who's sitting out there going, you're like, really? Right. I have no time. I can't even wash the dishes. I can't even <laughs> fold the laundry. And you're telling me just to go sit with the Lord. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, you do it when you're washing dishes. Mm. You put the worship music on and you wash yeah. the dishes and you spend time. Just, when you're folding clothes, when you're doing laundry, there's always a place and a time. And God doesn't even care. Mm. Amen. You know? yeah. yeah. Amen. Oh. Well, what are you up to now? Like, that was one of my questions I wanted to get in there. It's like, I know you're a busy woman and I know you run in a big church. Um, I just wanted to know what kind of adventures are you on right now with the Lord? Well, I have just been on an incredible journey just recently. I was told that I had cancer. Oh, and um, and so, uh, but I am seven months doing just fine. Mm. And uh, that was quite an experience. That was like, I had to live and make choices and mm. live in peace. And every day was a choice to, mm. to be in peace. So mm. I'm, the doctors are happy with my progress. So, and in the midst of all that, I have written a book. Um, it'll be coming out February, and it's called The Power of Communion. Mm. And oh. it's the power of taking the elements and mm. understanding who God is in a, a very intimate way through communion. And really, communion sustained me through this journey that I've been on, and my husband, too, as well. Wow. Oh, so, yeah, so I'm excited about the project coming out. And Bill and I just wrote a book. Well, he basically wrote it, <laughs> but I'm with him in the book. And it's called... Um, Raising Giant Killers. Ooh, I love want that. to read it. <laughs> raising kids for um, 
for Jesus and yes. being giant killers in this kingdom. So Amen. we're really excited that that has just come out too. So it's we got a lot needed. of things in the fire and, and it's been fun. So. Yeah. Well, I totally relate last year. One, actually this February, I was, I've got diagnosed with cancer also. And so that's what started me in this journey of prayer of yeah. now I don't sleep. I just wake up at two or three and it's been going on since I got healed and this is, you can't tell, but this is a brand new lip. Um, oh, wow. Mm -hmm. So I, they took it all away and then yeah. all the cancer is gone, they say. Yeah. But now I go to the oncologist and go to the dermatologist every three months. So that yeah. I'm their new yeah. guinea pig. But since then, I feel like God has shown me new things about mm -hmm. prayer. Mm -hmm. yes. And now you would think the amount of time I'm awake in the middle of the night, I'd be tired all the time, but I'm not. Mm -hmm. yeah. So I don't know. Have you ever encountered anything like that of being woken up in the middle of the night just to pray? Well, you know, I have, but I really love my sleep and God knows that I love my sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not like you. If I wake up and I haven't had sleep, I am not a happy camper. So, but yeah, there have been times where I've woken up where I've known as God. And yeah. then there are times that I've woken up and it's been my blood sugar. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that too. So, so, you know, yeah, there are times that God pulls us away for that kind of stuff and gives us real revelation. I know I've learned a whole lot about peace mm. and a whole lot about the elements of communion through all of this too as well. It's, it's become very powerful. I bet. And I'm sold on it for healing. I have lots of testimonies in my book about people getting healed through taking communion and really? applying the healing power of Jesus. So, yeah, yeah. That's, that's great. Powerful. So what do you think in your intercessory time now, what do you think is on the father's heart for his daughters, specifically moms? Is there anything that yeah. you have kind of noticed a trend that he's yeah. pointing out? Yeah. I don't know if it's because I've gone through this that I feel so strongly about it, but I really feel like this is a season of grabbing onto peace. Mm. Um, mm. There's so much turmoil in the world. So much and our, chaos. And our kids are in the battle too, whether they like it or not, or whether we like it or not, mm -hmm. they're being assaulted daily. Yes. And so I feel like we as moms need to grab onto that peace and continually surrender our families, our lives and our children to him mm. and to walk in the peace of heaven. And there's so much fear in the world and so much is led by fear yes. in, our, in our country mm -hmm. and, and in the world. And I want to do my part and do the opposite of that. And mm -hmm. so I want to be a person of peace and I'm going to do whatever I can to establish that in my own life and in my family's life. So making declarations every day, mm -hmm. um, reading those scriptures with peace in it and knowing that that is a part of our inheritance to be a people of peace. We should be people that walk into a room when there's turmoil and there's peace when we leave Yes, because Amen. we have walked into the room. Amen. You know, it's pretty simple, but that's really what I'm feeling God is wanting us to grab onto because we don't know what's coming down the pike. There's a lot of stuff going on and we need to be able to stand up and say, I'm at peace with this. God's in control. It really does come down to, like I said earlier, trust. Do we really trust God? Do we really yeah. know that he is in control? Uh, two years, three years ago, God gave me a word. Um, I've got this. Mm -hmm. And this is before all the terrorism and all that stuff really Ramped took up. off. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Because I sat down one day and I said to him, what are you doing? And mm -hmm. he looked and I heard him say, I've got this. Mm -hmm. It's going to be a wild ride, but I've got this. 
I still hang on to those words. And I have to believe that he's in control. He's not up in heaven biting his fingernails and worrying about what's going to happen. He's not. He is in control. And we have to surrender to that and surrender our families to that as well. And that's when the joy and peace comes. That's exactly right. Instead of us trying to control it and make sure everything's going to be okay. Yeah. 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 Oh, awesome. Well, I can't wait to read your new stuff coming out. And we just want to thank you for your time and thank you. Just pray for your continued healing and health and your well-being. Yeah. Yeah. And use well. Yes. Thank you. Thank Mm you. Amen to healing. I know. (laughs) I know. I'd never I've never been healed before until this. Yeah. So I was very excited. Well, beyond excited is the word. Awesome. Yeah. 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 It was a miracle. It was a miracle. Yeah, that's cool. That's right. Is there anything else you would like to share with our rebel moms out there that are listening? Um, Just that you moms are priceless and you are amazing and you are a gift to the world. And I love every single one of you. I've never met you, but I love you all because I know what it's like to be a mom. Yes, you do. Yes. Thank you. Thank you, Benny, for your time. And we just appreciate you. And God bless you. God bless you guys. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Thanks for listening, Rebels. Have a great day and soak in the joyful presence of the Lord. God bless. We'll see you soon. Rebel Parenting is produced by Rebel Media House. And when you need a little help with your marriage or parenting, and everyone does, you can find it at rebelparenting.org. Sign up for the Rebel Update by texting the word REBEL to 444-999. That's R-E-B-E-L, and the number is 444-999. We love it when you share Rebel Parenting with your friends and family, so thank you. God bless. Thanks for spending your time with us, and we'll see you next time for another episode of Rebel Parenting. Rebel Parenting.